episode 34, chapter 4 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lamberth. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And today, we're continuing our conversation with step four of how to create a lifestyle of discipleship. Step four is serve with purpose. This one is about vocational call. Now, I say vocational call because it's really hard to talk about vocation without adding the word call on the other end. But as Dr. Charlie Self talked about in our conversation with him, was that that's technically calling calling because <laughs> vocation <laughs> is his Latin word for calling. And so you're saying you're calling calling. But anyway, we believe that God has gifted each of us with unique talents and abilities and a purpose to accomplish here, to serve others and to glorify him through that. And so um, I, th- I think there's really that twofold purpose in, in why we are meant to serve is um, for that purpose. Is, um, it, 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 here's, my, here's my blueprint for it is I think about the promise to Abraham. All the way back in Genesis 10, this is where we get sort of our, our missions promise and that God promises, he makes a covenant with Abraham and says, you're going to be a blessing to all the nations. And But before that, he says, I'm going to bless you and I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And then all of the peoples of the earth are going to be blessed through you. And so that all the peoples through you is Jesus. So Jesus comes from the line of Abraham. Everybody's blessed. But what's really cool about looking at that blessing to Abraham was that he receives a blessing for doing nothing. <laughs> he, he did nothing to initiate anything. He didn't earn this. In fact, he almost tanked it <laughs> by subverting the promise. Intentionally. Intentionally. <laughs> and yet he was a recipient personally of that blessing. And so um, what's really cool about this is that I think our callings mimic that and that we are blessed just to participate in what God has called us to do. So most of us aren't going to be called to uh, have the next line of the Messiah come through us because, spoiler alert, he's already come. So uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that one. But yeah, so (laughs) our vocational calls are meant to glorify God. We just simply, he, he takes good pleasure in seeing us, his children, live out their calling as unto him. Just like uh, I love when my children do the things that they enjoy and they naturally gravitate towards what they're good at. I just simply sit back and take pleasure in that because it's it's just amazing to watch them grow and and love to do what they love to do. So like I love watching my oldest daughter write and try to sing songs and stuff like that. It's it really does bring joy to my heart. And so um I think that is what God does as well and that's part of I think this is where that folds back into this idea, this idea of identity is because, man, if we are really being his children, then God looks at us like that. And I think that's the ultimate purpose of what vocation is. But as an extension of that, we serve others through our callings. And so our callings are not just unto ourselves. Our callings are meant to bless those around us. And so we're all given special gifts and in, in, in unique ways of doing those. Um, sorry, unique opportunities to use our gifts. And so we can use those to serve others and, and it'd be a great, great blessing to them. And this really has to, like you said, flow from identity. 
we use the cliche term, God is love. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, while that's cliche, it has a very, very deep meaning to it. God, out of his character, is this kind of a person. Mm-hmm. He acts in these ways. As we become more like Christ, our nature changes so that we, by nature, do these things. Mm. And so, really, when we say serve with purpose, it has to be underpinned by that identity. You have to be continually moving forward, practicing the basics in your relationship. And as, you transfor- as you're transformed in that relationship, serving with purpose begins to flow out of you naturally. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to wait for it to start flowing before you practice serving mm-hmm. others. Um, there is a bit of sometimes you just have to put one foot in front of yeah. the other. and It may not be perfect, but... In fact, it won't be. Yeah. That's the cool thing about it is that it's not going to be perfect. You're going to stumble and you're going to fall. I mean, I mean, what is perfect anyway in whatever the area that you're trying to serve <laughs> in? You know, like, wh- yeah. like you, you have an idea in your mind of your expectations, but is that perfection? Couldn't someone do it better than even what you're imagining it to be? There's probably always somebody who's going to be better at it than you are. Exactly. There always is going to be. And so I think, I think you're absolutely right. You, it has to flow from who you are in that sense. And at some point, man, you just got to get started at it and uh, do it imperfectly and serve the people that you can with what you got. And the cool thing is, I mean, we, we tend to think of uh, serving with purposes like, you got to dedicate like four hours a week at church mm-hmm. or you have to go pursue ministerial credentials yep. or get into ministry full time. No. Nope. Uh, actually, check out our conversation with Shundron Thomas at the end of last year. It's actually an episode right before this. That yes. sounds weird. Recorded like three months ago. Yep. Um, and he's the, uh, he, he kind of leads a multi-trillion Trillion dollar, dollar investment yep. firm. Yep. Uh, he's in the finance world and this guy is talking about finding fulfillment and joy in the work that you do. Yep. Uh, same thing with Justin early. Yeah. Justin early as well. That's good stuff. He felt called. He was, he, he got called into missions, went to China and then God spoke to him and furthered that call to become a lawyer. (laughs) And we don't think about that as being legitimate. A lot of times in the church, when we talk about calling, is if you're going, like you said, if we're going to serve Christ, it's got to be full-time vocational ministry. And that paradigm's over, I'm convinced. Like, more and more pastors are becoming bivocational, at least, um, which, again, there's problems with that term, but I won't get into those things right now. Again, I think Dr. Charlie Self talks about that. <laughs> you could listen to his episode. And one uh, vocation. You just happen to be doing different things at different times. That's right. They, yeah, exactly. And so, um, so yeah. Your vocational call could be, again, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to be a janitor, to be a secretary or administrative assistant, whatever you want to say. Like, those are all good and great gifts to serve the world and glorify God. And not in this whole everybody's special in their own way thing. It's you're literally positioned in a very unique way. If you're, if you're an administrative assistant, you have an opportunity to serve your supervisor. You have an opportunity to serve the people who are coming in to talk to your supervisor in a way that nobody else does. Yep. 
you have the opportunity to show them love. You have the opportunity to show them grace in a way that nobody else does. Yeah. And it's not that you're doing something that's less than, because that's more of this idea of I have to check off the boxes and I have to be, success is defined by doing something bigger and greater and, mm-hmm. and greater and always moving up the, the ladder. When in reality, when we talk about successfully living the Christian life in terms of service to others, it's got to be like Jesus said, you, if you want to be great, learn to be the servant of everyone. Yep. And when you do that, you, let, you have it motivated by your identity as a child of God, and it just flows out of your transformed being. You could literally be scrubbing floors for the rest of your life, be utterly happy, find complete joy in Christ, and still be serving the kingdom of God in a way that nobody else does. Yeah, I think the best example of that that comes to mind is Henry Nouwen. At the height of his success and fame as being a, a, a professor and theologian, he feels called to leave all of that and to go and work with mentally challenged people in this home, completely isolated, you know, I mean, out of the spotlight anyway, not isolated, completely out of the spotlight and to serve truly, I think, the least of these, (laughs) you know, people that just almost didn't have the capacity to realize or recognize the love that was even being given to them. And yet that experience was what he felt the way in which God was leading him to serve the most. And it changed him the most too. It, it, you read some of his books after uh, during that experience, and it's incredible yep. to yep. Uh, you have to take you have to change you have to redefine that definition of success, and that's very hard. And uh, again, something I'm personally struggling with. But if it if your definition of success always comes back to what being identity, where is that founded? Because if you start to to place success in how much you've achieved. You slipped back into that place of doing, into that place of uh, achievement mindset rather than being mindset. So, How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you like what you've heard today, be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player you use. Then share what you've heard with a friend so that they can learn how to create a lifestyle of discipleship too. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.